0: it around and really look at the ingredients. I'm like, what do
1: you mean? Yeah. It's a glorified candy bar most of the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right.
0: Are you an RV person? Or are you just RV life curious, wondering how people live in a tiny space with their family 24-7? Either way, this is a podcast for you. My name is Kate White, and I travel full-time with my family and two kids and the dog in an RV. Every week, I sit down with a fellow RV woman to learn why she chose RV life and how she has changed on the road. Pull a chair up to the fire and let's chat. Hello my friends and fellow RV queens. Welcome to the podcast. I am so glad that you're here joining me today. If you are watching on YouTube, you'll see that my background is like this super epic library. (laughs) I'm recording today from Pigeon Forge and sometimes it's really challenging to kick, you know, the whole family out of the RV to record an episode. So here I am, library meeting room, and I feel like I should be like, you know, smoking a pipe and wearing loafers as we discuss American literature. (laughs) Okay, enough about me in this amazing library. Uh, Today, I got to interview Miss Leah Nicole. She is a health guru, a personal trainer, and a coach. And she is one of these women that, I mean, she's not just a pretty face and a hot butt. She's got a lot of depth to her, which really comes across in her answers to my questions. The way that she kind of like spins how women should work with a scale um, as a tool and it's a, it's a data point and nothing else. And you know what? If you don't, if it's not helping your health journey, just don't even use it. I mean, brilliant. I love her approach. I love this conversation. I think you will too. Let's get into it. Hello, Leah, and welcome to the RV Queens podcast. How are you today?
1: I'm great. I'm super excited to be here. How are you?
0: Awesome. Oh man, I'm so good. We are in Pigeon Forge right now. So, you know, it's like nonstop, nonstop fun around. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been to that area? In no, but I've Eastern always wanted Tennessee? to go.
1: It looks yeah. so pretty.
0: Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. And I, I've never been to the Smoky Mountains before this and I'm like, oh, that's why they're called Smoky Mountains. Like they're always like a little bit hazy and they do that thing where it's like, you know, The one that's closest to you is like a little bit clear and then it gets like hazier and hazier and hazier. It's so cool. It's so pretty. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, I have a lot of questions for you today. So you have been living the full-time RV life for a long time, like more than most people that I meet on the road. And it's eight years, right? You've been on the road for eight years? Okay. Eight years. I mean, take us back and tell us about when you and your husband first got on the road.
1: Well, he works on the pipeline. So he he's constantly moving. He's rarely anywhere for more than six months. Um, so at first I was just going, I was part-timing. Um, I had my own business. I was doing massage therapy and personal training. And so I would probably i'd stay once a month i'd go stay for a couple weeks i'd come home for a couple weeks and we did that for a while and then we just decided you know it's just too much it's too much driving back and forth it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of back and forth and we just wanted to be together so that's when we decided all right i'm going to stop doing massage and I'm gonna hit the road. We ended up getting a bigger RV so that we could both really, you know, have enough space and and for our dog and everything. So we got the bigger RV and we hit the road. And I just uh, I had to let go of the massage therapy, but I I was able to continue doing my personal training. So that that worked out great.
0: Okay. So first of all, what size of RV did you choose? And are you in the same one that you started in?
1: So originally we had just a small little, I think it was like a 24-foot bumper pull. Then we moved up to a 32 um, bumper pull. Now we are in our 43-foot fifth wheel. (laughs) And it is like my dream fifth wheel it's i love it's, uh, i, I love could live it. in it forever it's great oh man um,
0: yeah. the, is it did you say it's a toy hauler
1: it's a fifth wheel like not a toy this. hauler
0: no okay gotcha um, yeah, we have like a 41-foot fifth wheel and it's it's got the front living room, which is my favorite part. And it, it nice. really feels like so spacious, you know, it's got the it tall does. And, it does. Uh, cozy. Yeah. Okay, so you are a personal trainer and, you know, a health coach and seem like a very healthy person. So, like, did you grow up in a healthy family or like when did you really get into health and fitness? Like, were you an athlete? Talk us through that.
1: I was an athlete. I I was in gymnastics as a little kid. And then in middle school and high school, I did volleyball and basketball. So I've always been into sports. But in my, you know, you graduate high school, you go off on your own and all of that stops. So I did end up just, I, I was always a fit person from being in sports, but I ended up in my 20s putting on some weight, and just not feeling like myself anymore. Um, so that's when I looked into, I started working out f- at first, but then I, th- I thought, you know, I want to do this for other people. I, I really want to help other people get in shape too. It's just, it was something I just was passionate about. So um, not long after I started going to the gym myself, I got my personal training license. Um, so I've had that since uh, 2010. Okay. So awesome. I've been, yeah. And then I started, um, you know, part-timing with, with my husband just a few years later. So, and I was recording RV workouts in like 2013, 2014 before, really? before nice. it was really a thing on Instagram, you know, yeah. like to, yeah. to do that. So it's, those videos, I, I should look, I should go back and find a couple and, and share them yeah. because they're just, it's old school. <laughs>
0: It's like all blurry. Blurry,
1: (laughs) bad, bad lighting. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, I remember those early (laughs) videos. Like no one knew what they were doing. It's fine. Uh, Okay, so I mean, yeah, on that note about having a workout in a camper, I mean, and you're in a new city at least every six months, right? Like do you find a gym in each city or do you travel with a crew? equipment or how do you make that work?
1: If there's a gym, I do try to find a gym. Um, I, I do my best to find some place to work out. But where my husband works is usually small town, middle of nowhere. Um, not a lot there. So very often I just work out in the camper. So that I had to get creative. Um, I had worked out from home before lots of times but the camper did it was smaller i mean it was definitely a smaller space there wasn't room to store the equipment that i would normally have so i did have to get creative it's so doable if if you know you know what to do it's it can be daunting thinking well i don't have dumbbells and i don't have this so what am I really going to do? Why even try? But there's a lot you can do.
0: Yeah. And then, I mean, I'm assuming you weren't inside the camper doing workouts, right? <laughs> Did you do workouts like Sometimes outside? Sometimes I was, Yeah.
1: You did on the inside? Honestly, more more often than not, I was inside doing a lot of it. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, because my follow-up question is like, how long did it take you to not feel embarrassed about, you know, doing squats and lunges and all the awkward workout positions in a campground? Because every once in a while, I see someone doing, you know, it's usually like bodyweight workouts and stuff like that outside their camper. And I'm like you get it tiger. Cause I'm like, I you know, like too embarrassed <laughs> to like do it out in public when people are like walking their dog by. <laughs> I
1: get that. I, I totally get that. But I, I kind of tell myself when people look at me, they think that they think, wow, good for her. Like I, I should probably be doing that. That's what most people are saying. They're, they're actually like motivated by you um, no one's really ever thinking like, look at that person. What a weirdo. Like no one's really thinking that they're, they're thinking what we would be thinking, you know? So I have to remind myself that like, I'm actually probably motivating some people. Usually people will walk by and and say, you know, they'll clap for you or, you know, campers are friendly, you know, people in campgrounds are, are pretty friendly. So, um, I just remind myself of that and I put my headphones in and I just listen to music and, and just get it done get in the zone. (laughs) Okay. I'll keep that in mind. You're right.
0: I'm being too (laughs) self-absorbed. No one's really thinking as much about you as you're thinking about you. So, Um, okay. So you mentioned like being in small towns a lot. Um, Tell me about food. Like how do you find high quality foods even when you're in like, small towns or kind of food deserts? How does that work for you?
1: First, I always look for farmer's markets. Um, If if there's not a farmer's market around, uh, I do shop through companies like Thrive um, where I can order and it gets delivered. So I can pretty much usually always have something delivered to me and I can get my healthy groceries online through companies like that and have it delivered to the campground. Usually the RV parks we stay at, they'll take mail or wherever we're getting our mail, if it's like at a UPS that's nearby or something like that, we're usually always getting able to get mail. So um, if I can't find anything in the town I'm at, I will shop with Thrive. Um, we get we can get our meat through like ButcherBox, some of these great companies now that you can order healthy food from. Um, so that's kind of our go-to.
0: Yeah, we do the same thing. My husband is basically carnivore <laughs> he's a lot more on the um he's a lot more dedicated to a health routine i would say than i am and so yeah we're uh big into butcher box and he just orders just like a ton of steaks It's <laughs> pretty much what he gets and it's amazing how they've like engineered the packaging to stay frozen like i'm always amazed they get to us and i'm like what how did they figure this out it's amazing Okay. So you especially focus on helping moms and busy women. Um, Why did you decide to focus on that clientele specifically?
1: Um, Originally, I worked out a lot from home. And so I kind of gravitated towards helping other people work out from home. And I, help, I just enjoy working with women in general. And a lot of women, they, they're they moms. They're busy. They don't have time to go to the gym or maybe they're intimidated by going to the gym. And that's just a very common problem that I see with women is they just they, – they don't have the time and they just – it, it is intimidating. So what I kind of just gravitated towards was helping – other women that were, that were like me that, cause at first I did not like going to the gym. I, I don't know. They kind of just came to me. It just ended up being like, that was what I was attracting was just other like women that just wanted to work out at home. Moms that were like, Hey, I want to get in shape. I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. I'm not trying to be a cover model. I'm not trying to do a fitness competition. I just want to get healthy. I just want to get fit and shape, lose some fat, build a little muscle, you know? And so that's, that's who I love working with um, because I'm, I really can make an impact. It's very fulfilling to see the kids get involved with the workouts and, and the whole family eating healthy. Like that's that's really cool for me.
0: The listeners of this podcast, as you know, Are RV women and many of them are moms and busy women that are dealing with stress. So, what's your number one advice for RV women, like an RV woman who wants to change her health habits? Like you said, you know, lose a little weight, get fit, but can't seem to like make time for herself. What would you tell her?
1: I would tell her that she's worth it and that. When you work on yourself first and you fill your own cup, you are able to be a better mother and a better wife and a better friend or coworker, everything. Like you're, you're a better person when you take care of yourself first. So I always have to remind my clients to that. Fill your cup first, <laughs> you know, then, then you can give more of yourself to others and you're you're happier too. I mean, your kids are going to have a happier mom, a a more patient mom. You're going to be in a better mood. You know, all of those things is going to trickle down. So when you see the benefits of it, it's, it starts to become a little less, it starts to feel less selfish when you start to realize how much more you can give.
0: Yeah, that's right. And in my experience and by the way, full disclosure: I'm not like super great at sticking to a workout routine, but on the mornings that I do, it's like even just 20 minutes, it's like this tiny little investment, and it makes such a difference. I don't even. It's like I feel more peaceful throughout the day. Like I just like exactly yes. like you said, I'm like a better person. <laughs>
1: just totally. like a little bit. Of time. Uh,
0: totally. Okay, so let's keep going on this track of like the RV woman. Right. And like some days we're dealing with a lot of stress, especially travel days. And, um, let's say we're trying to be healthy. We're, um, making good food choices. And then we have a day of stress and it's like, we eat the pizza and the fried chicken and the ice cream and, like, whatever. Like, how do you teach clients to recover after they've just, like, fallen off the bandwagon?
1: Well, first of all, you never gain weight overnight. You're not going to put on a bunch of fat overnight, five pounds, just because you, you know, splurged a little bit. It doesn't work like that. I always tell people that first off. Second, we, you're never going to be perfect. You're gonna have bad days, and as long as that bad day doesn't turn into a bad week or a bad month, you know, um, you can always get up the next day and start over again and start fresh. Tomorrow's a new day, so you can always just chalk it up to a bad day and wake up. And you, every day is another day to to start over again. So, you know, forget about it and move on.
0: Yeah, that's good perspective. Um, also I'm like, you know, asking all these questions hypothetically, but I'm totally just asking them for myself. (laughs) (laughs) You've probably gathered that already. (laughs) Oh, okay. so for a friend. I get it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey friends, pardon the interruption. This is a sponsored episode, and it's time for a short ad break. I love spending time outside with my kids, especially when we're traveling in the RV. Recently, we had a blast trying out some of Ilakai Outdoor's amazing outdoor games. Their games are inspired by nature and are incredibly durable, which means you can create lasting memories with your loved ones. And the best part... They're carrying cases. They're compact enough to take on the road with you. Be sure to check them out at elikaicom slash rvqueens and use the code rvqueens10 to enjoy a discount of 10% off your order. Here's a topic that's like kind of controversial, it seems, these days because, you know, like body positivity and stuff like that that we see on social media a lot. So like, how do you encourage women to use a scale? especially if, like, they know they have a little extra fluff and they know to be kind of in a healthier state, they do need to lose some weight. How do you – how does, like, um, body weight factor into a woman's health?
1: So I will encourage women to not even use the scale at all, but I would prefer to take progress pictures. So every couple weeks, take some pictures – put them together. You can so much easier see the changes Mm -hmm. in pictures Um, or measurements. You can take measurements. You can just go by how your clothes are fitting. There's a lot of ways to know if you're losing fat, building a little muscle, but the scale is such a poor way to judge progress because it's not going to tell you if that's fat. Sometimes we can gain a pound of muscle because we're lifting weights um, but you see that extra pound and it messes with your head. So, you know, it, it's not going to tell you what that that could be from stress, inflammation, water retention. There's so many things that – and our, our body can fluctuate up to five pounds on a daily basis. So if you do want to use a scale, yeah, yeah, seriously, yep, you can, you can gain and lose five on the scale all, all the time. So if you want to use a scale, the best way to do it is going to be – to weigh yourself every day for a whole week and see what your range is because you're going to gain and lose pounds every day. So kind of see what your average is and say, okay, you know, like to, like for me, I go between 130 and like 133. That's kind of every day is, is somewhere in between there. So I know my range. So if I start to get out of that range and I start to hit like 135, 136 – then I know, okay, I might be putting on a little a little weight here um, because that's not my normal range. So I would just look at it as you're collecting data, you're, you're seeing what your range is, and if you want to watch your weight like that, that's fine, but just know that you're not going to gain five pounds overnight. <laughs> and you, you, ha- you, it has to be looked at as a tool, um, not, not as something that is going to discourage you and you can't let it let it get to you.
0: Yeah, man, that's good wisdom. Using it as like a data point instead and a tool, you know, instead of something that defines you. Girl, that's good stuff. So, tell me like how do you work with clients from the road? Like what I'm sure you have like different, I don't know if you offer like group packages and one-on-one tell us kind of how this works with you
1: yeah so I have an app and so when I work with a client on the road I add them to my app and which they just download onto their phone and I program everything inside the app so all of their workouts um, all their nutrition any documents that I might send them like meal plans and things everything is just all inside the app so they can just pull it up they follow their plan Um, They can message me. A lot of times I do like video chats or just voice messaging, but we kind of just go back and forth throughout the week, answering questions, just sending little motivational, you know, like messages to them. Or if I see that they're not doing their workouts, I might send them a little message, just, Hey, what's going on? Do you need some help? Do you need some encouragement? That accountability? um, You know, we do weekly check-ins and just we set goals for the week ahead. So it's very, um, it's it's all in one all in one in the app and then like I said sometimes we'll do like a Marco Polo or something too but um, yeah it's all pretty pretty simple simplified in there that's amazing
0: that's just like
1: it's
0: incredible um, it's like a little trainer in your pocket that just kind of like <laughs> yeah tells people what to do every day yeah that's brilliant <laughs> okay I have to ask a question uh, because you know this is a podcast for women we're women how do you frame like the menstrual cycle and health for your clients? Because I'm like, I'm, you know, everyone's different, but I know for me, I'm just like, I like crave sweets, like so freaking bad every, like one week a month. Right. You know, like Um, I turned into like a different person for that week. And I know a lot of women have that experience. So how do you kind of like frame that with your clients and especially like food choices and when you just don't feel like working out? Um, how do you talk people through that
1: we will if it's if it's where you're you're just not feeling motivated to work out it's really hard to get going we focus on other things like stretching or do some doing some yoga stuff or some self-care stuff so we'll like do some meditation or some deep breathing or just taking time to write in a journal just we focus more on like self-care um, during those times which is just as important. And we, we might use it as a recovery week or it, I call it a deload week, which is where just where we might do the same workouts but we take down the intensity and we're just kind of going through more of the the motions and focusing on our form and just kind of taking it easy that week. And I also love to give my clients a lot of healthy snacks, so healthy recipes to where they can still enjoy things like brownies or cookies or, you know, whatever they might be craving that might be sweet, but in a healthy, a healthier way to make it. So it still tastes good. And they still feel like they're getting that, you know, satisfying that craving, but they're not eating, you know, total junk. So we, we find ways to still enjoy those things without it totally ruining how we feel. Cause you feel bad after you eat that, you know, you just, you feel, sluggish. And, um, so we find, we find ways to still like get the little treats in, but in a healthier way.
0: Yeah. On that note of, of eating and like you create the meal plan and all this stuff, what is your recommended way of eating? I don't even know how to phrase this correctly, but like, I know a lot of people have different food preferences, like gluten-free, vegan, vegetarian. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about someone that comes to you and is like, I just want to be healthy. Like what are the changes that you're um, making, you know, through a meal plan and, and just kind of like in your daily coaching with them that's different than like the normal American diet?
1: The first thing that we focus on is protein because that's good for everybody. I mean, just focusing on eating enough protein. So many people are getting like 40, 50 grams a day and we need way, way more than that. So that's the number one thing we start with is just let's get our protein up. Let's focus on that. And then of course, just adding in fruits and veggies. That's always good for everybody too. So we try to drink more water, eat more fruits and veggies, add in protein. Those are like the main kind of things we focus on in general because if you can get that, if you can get more of that in your diet, you're going to automatically feel better.
0: A couple days ago, we had a travel day, and we stopped at a Bucky's outside of Pigeon Forge, and uh, I tried those wild protein chips for the first time. I've Have never you had those. Tried those? They're, yeah. it's like crazy. What they could like these like food engineers? They're literally made out of um, like chicken breast, bone broth, and. Like something else. And um, they're really high in protein and they have some fat in them too. But they taste so good. And I love chips. And I like, you know, very every once in a while I'll let myself (laughs) have them. (laughs) And I'm like obsessed about these chips. They're kind of pricey, but they are so good. That Um, sounds
1: amazing. I need to try those.
0: I tried the buffalo flavor. I can't vouch for any other flavor, but those were – Super duper good. So, yeah. Curious what you think about the nutrition in them. Cause, you know, some of those things are like, it's kind of like protein bars. Like when you turn it around and really look at the ingredients, I'm like, what do
1: you mean? yeah. It's a glorified candy <laughs> bar most of the time.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. I know. Right. Okay. So, um, this is kind of back to RV life and RV living. So, when you think back to your life before you were able to live with your husband full-time in the RV, you know, like he was traveling for work and you can only see him every once in a while. Um, So when you think back to Leah then, and you think of yourself now, what has changed?
1: I think I learned how to um, kind of let go of a lot of things. I I was definitely afraid of dropping everything and going full-time. That was scary, it was a scary thought. You're, you're kind of letting go of control of a lot of things in your life when you do that. So now I'm way more open. I'm open-minded to more possibilities, and I'm not so much stuck on the fear of, like, well, what if this doesn't work? Or, you know, I I more think of, like, well, what if it does and the possibilities of this, what this kind of life could be where we could go next. You know, just it's more exciting. And I have a much different outlook on life now that I feel more free for sure.
0: Oh, I love that. I feel the same way too. (laughs) It's
1: just like, it's like
0: more and more free. I feel like every month I'm like, what was I worried about so much?
1: right? (laughs) It's going to be okay. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. Okay. I have one last question for you, but before I ask it, I'll have you share with everyone um, where they can get in touch with you online. But before I do, I have one last question. So the slogan for this show is a podcast about unexpected riches. So will you share with everyone what the unexpected richness of RV life has been for you?
1: Being able to be a a family at all day every day I I don't think I realized what I was missing before I'm pretty independent so I thought it was okay you know seeing him whenever I saw him and it was like a little vacation I would take and you know I thought I was it was okay just being like that but now that I get to be there every day and we get to like eat breakfast together eat dinner together like every day it's I just had no idea what I was missing and that closeness that we get to share now and being especially in the RV you know how close you are um and how all you really have is you you don't have stuff you don't have all the stuff you just have what's important um yeah that's that's pretty cool oh my gosh I love that
0: so much That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, Will you share with listeners
1: where we can get more of you (laughs) online or work with you? Yeah. So if you go to um, my Instagram is trainerleahrvlife. My website is leahnicolefitness.com. And I'm always offering my online coaching, but I do have a um, challenge. It's an eight-week challenge, and I'm always running challenges. So after this one, there'll be another one. Um, But So this one's eight weeks, and you can just sign up. You get access to the app, and you basically get to dip your toe into what it's like to do some online training, get to see what that feels like. And uh, I do have a private Facebook group as well that I post a bunch of free – stuff in there, free challenges and fun things there too. And all of that can be found in my link in my bio on my Instagram. You can just click that link and all those things are right there. Awesome. That's
0: so good. And I'll put those in the show notes too, to make it easy for everyone. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today, Leah. You inspired me and I know you inspired, I'm sure all of our listeners to, you know, eat healthy exercise more, (laughs) not worry about the scale so much, all those things. Cool. That's right. Well, hopefully I will see you on the road
1: soon. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
0: All right, my friends, that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for being here and for listening and for being an awesome part of the RV Queens community. If you could please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on, that would be awesome. And if you want to have more conversations like this, you can head to rvqueenspodcast.com slash community and find your RV Queens circle today. All right, guys, I'll see you next week or hopefully I will see you on the road. What, how do they figure this out?